Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the Top Form Podcast. My name is Jera Watkiss. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're coming in from Spotify, Anchor, Google, Apple, um, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're coming from, thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Top Form Podcast. And today we're going to talk about branding yourself, personal branding but also doing it spiritually. I'm going to be sharing with you a keynote that I did um, about two years ago on the subject. uh, And I spoke to, actually, it was at a church that I delivered this speech on personal branding. And these, these points that I gave, they have helped me to brand myself better, to, to, to secure myself, to feel more confident in myself. Because I do believe that personal branding should make you more confident. If you're branding yourself and you're losing your confidence, you're doing it wrong. You should brand yourself spiritually. You should feel better. You should feel like you're doing good work in service, not just for yourself, but for others. And you multiply and you duplicate that in every aspect of your life. You have to get rid of some of the mediocre thoughts that you have for yourself, some of the language that is inside your spirit that you acquired as a child. And as you grow, you kept them as reference points that are really holding you back. Everybody have haters, everybody have doubters and detractors, but our biggest doubter, detractor and hater is within ourselves, that small voice that's keeping us back. And I delve into it. It's, it's a pretty humorous speech. Um, I just kind of went with the flow uh, of the people and the energy. And I spoke about personal branding from a spiritual standpoint. And how you might apply that in business, in life, in all your endeavors. So, without much further ado, we're going to go right into the speech. This is the Top Form Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Yo, check, check, check this out. This is Ding Dang Ravers. We are Chacha Boy. Be a Chacha Nisigua. Manchola Fia Fling. Tenabongs. Lebe, lebe, lebe. Yo, a Ding Dang Ravers. And you listen to Top Farm on the podcast with J.R. Watkiss. Hey, yo, this is Sean Paul. And you are checking out Top Farm podcast with J.R. Watkins. You know the thing, go? Just stick around. Keep it locked. An entertainment industry power broker and a cultural patriarch. Described by Bob's magazine as an ambitious go-getter with a penchant for turning ideas into investment opportunities, founder of the brands ThinkN and MJR Productions, he has leveraged his entertainment, technology, and sociocultural brands in a very innovative way. A cultural and current events columnist in the Jamaica Observer, he is no novice to exploring matters <laughs> that will improve Jamaicans and other peoples of the world. His book, JR's Hope, examines the nature of disenfranchised people and suggests positive ways for improving oneself. 
Originally committed to his philanthropic initiatives, he serves as a member of the Rotary Club and as a provisional chairman of his own Gyroscope Foundation. Help me to give a very, very warm welcome to my friend, Donald Donald. I think I'm going to bore me to death and Nina plan to bore you. Hello. When I say okay, you say alright, okay? Alright. Okay. Stretch, 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 stretch. Okay. Alright. Alright. You see you people over here, sir? Come over here, sir. I don't want nobody to my right. Just come in the middle. Find a seat in the middle. And all the people on the left? I'm left-sided, so it's I can't see it. I don't want to stretch out so much. Good evening! Good evening! How are you doing? Are you even enjoying the proceedings? Yes. And you feel more informed and more ready for the business world? Yeah. Alright, alright. I'm here to talk to you tonight about personal branding. Anybody know anything about personal branding? The laws, I formulated seven strategies for building and maintaining a spectacular personal brand. Now before I start, I want everybody to say, who am I? Who am I? Again, who am I? Who am I? I am, I am a brand. A brand. I am, I am a brand. A brand. So law one, brand yourself. That's law one. If you do not brand yourself, other people will do, do this for you. Have you ever experienced this? Where people are know you and they just start talking about that things about you? Yeah. That's because you didn't allow them to know you. You didn't give them the information required. So what they do is examine you in relation to their prejudices. So they start to speak all sorts of falsehood about you that you have nothing to do with because you didn't speak that into being. So in speaking of your brand, you have to be careful of the language you use to define that brand. A lot of us have some negative self-talk. We talk some things like, how many Texans said DWL? Did they do that? Like, why you can't live with love? Why you have to dead with love? <laughs> like, that becomes part of your brand. You're a dead brand. You have a dead with love. You know what death is? That's real, you know? And a lot of us are dying slowly. And that becomes part of our brand. That becomes part of our self-talk. We say, we say a lot of things in joke and jest. And it becomes subconsciously a part of us. And then people use that to examine us. And before we know it, we start living the patterns of what other people think we are and not define what we are. So law one is what? Brand yourself. Slide coming up. Why am I double click? Click, click again, click, click. Click return, click return. No, not, 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 not the most. Click return, click enter. All right, we're here. 
Low one. Click play up here. Yes. Click play. Click slideshow. Yes. <laughs> press enter now. You press enter? Yes. Law one, brand yourself. Clap right for me. Clap right. Keep on it. Brand yourself. Next, click, click again for me. And read that read the question for me. And what's the first one we said? Then make the decision on what you want to be known for. So if you want to be a mechanic, don't tell people say you're a pilot. You're a mechanic. Define that. Define what that means for you. If you want to be a dressmaker, don't tell people that you sell cloth. Define that. Decide on that. And then carry out your daily activities doing that. Because that's your brand. That's what you are. Number three, be the narrator of your story. Don't make nobody sell none for you. There's a man downtown every morning. Ever since I was small, I used to hear him. He used to sell, I don't know many of you remember. I think he's still there. He said, come over here for the tomato, come over here for the apple. I'm a narrate in sellings. And if you go downtown, he's like the voice of the city. Right at Captain's Bakery. How many of you ever experienced that? He's the narrator for his brand. So if you want tomato and whatever else he's selling, you find him. That's how people need to find you. You need to be the voice. You need to be the street level voice and you need to be the top level voice for your brand. When somebody speak about you, they should have a one pointed answer. They shouldn't be insecure about what you are because you are secure about that and you're spreading that message and spreading it clearly. If you do not get this law right, seven laws, you don't get this part right, the other parts are gonna be problems for you because you have a brand. You have nothing to build on. So you have to define that, define the logics of it, define the wording, and it starts with your self-talk and then how you speak to others and how you relate to others. And then you grow from that. Use all your talents. Some of us have a multiplicity of talents. We can sing, we can act, we can... Tell me some things, huh? Draw. Not just creative stuff, what else can you do? Cook. Yeah, cooking is vitally important. <laughs> yeah, whatever you're good at, if you can cook, but your profession is to be a marketer. You're not gonna cook at work. You do marketing at work. But your ability to organize food, you might be able to transfer that kind of logic into your work. Are you understanding me? So you may have several talents, but use all of them to help you to zero in on your brand, on your strength. The thing that you're most powerful at. Let them know you for that thing. That's your brand. Don't stretch out your tentacles on things. You will stretch yourself thin and nobody will know you for none. You will live till you are 65 and barely collect a pension and dead. We don't want that, right? What we want to do is to make a difference. That's why you're making a brand. To make a difference. You're not just making a brand for chill. You're making a brand to make a difference in your life, your children's life, your family's life, and the world. 
And the bigger the brand, the bigger the impact. Without a brand, you're invisible. You see how Digicel came in the marketplace and just acculturized Jamaica, and Jamaica acculturized Digicel, and then they have a big deal in downtown, and then Lime was here, and Lime had to revamp and, revamp and call them, create different, different brands. That's strategy. Those two companies use strategy to ensure that they remain in the minds of the Jamaican people. They have two opposite colors. Do you notice that? So you don't confuse it. They're distinct brands that embrace what they're known for. And that's how you have to express yourself in your knowingness, in your brand. Next slide. Law 2. Read that for me. The law of personal spectacle. The law of personal spectacle. Now I know we're in a church, but nobody created a spectacle more than Jesus. Jesus came through and washed the feet of prostitutes. You don't get more spectacular than that. That's controversial. And when he did it, the people were talking. But he was still on his brand. Jesus never shifted from being God. He was still his brand. Now all of us have to have that God consciousness in us when we're building our brand and create spectacles, magnificent happenings. Click for me. Magnificent happenings that will have people talking. We have to keep our brand, our personal brand, on the tongues of people who want to buy our products. If we're selling something, and the first thing we sell, as the marketer just said before, is ourselves. Whatever business we're entering into, even if we're working for somebody, to get the promotion, you have to sell yourself. We have to sell our children on the ways of living the good and honest life. Or as them turn Batman and Godman. We have to sell the people that we interact with the idea that we are who we say we are. And we have to live and walk in that every day. But we have to do amazing things. And if we can keep, for the business people, if we can keep our brand, our personal brand, on the lips of the people who are the movers and shakers, then we will advance. And if you want to be visible in the marketplace, you have to keep your morals. Remember I said Jesus stayed on brand. But he was amazing with the spectacles. When he came through and somebody chopped off a man's ears, that's serious, that's equivalent to somebody getting shot. And Jesus just put on my ears. <laughs> that's some spectacle, huh? But that was on brand. Can you imagine the gossip in the neighborhood when they heard that Jesus put on back the ears? That's some spectacular and often thing to do as a man, and especially in that time. You know, you have to keep your brand and be spectacular in every way. If you want to experience massive success, you must deliver that kind of success within your brand. And it can't be normal. Normal is gone. The people who are buying things nowadays, they're buying things over and above the necessity. You know that? When I was growing up, my mother could spend probably $500 and for the week we had food. I asked myself, no, how come one corned beef served for four people? When I cook one corned beef now, it'd be a stretch for three. 
<laughs> you understand? But that happened and it left food because people were buying the basics before. No, the majority of the money that's being spent is being spent on things over and above the necessity. Dream Weekend made a billion dollars. Dream Weekend not necessary. A billion dollars and they've been making that for years. You know why? They cemented their brand and they continuously reach the people. You have to do that. If you're selling the gospel, if you're evangelizing, if you're an accountant, if you're a musician, whatever you're doing, you have to have the ability to create a spectacle and create something marvelous within the root of your product, which your main product in this case is your personal brand. Good. Sharing on social media. How many are on social media? By the way, y'all can follow me at JRBillion1 everywhere. Um, sharing on social media is good, but it shouldn't be the starting place or an ending place. If, you're, if you want to build a brand in the marketplace, social media is not where you start and it's not where you end. You must deliver. You must have something to show real people in real time. You understand? Like, you could have church on, t on social media, right? But it's not real if you don't come here. Like, we have to be here. We have to feel the vibes. Is this Shauna? No, it's not. I didn't realize. Hi, Shauna. <laughs> you have to come here, don't you? The real power of connecting spiritually happens here. You can't connect on TV. You see it on TV. But the real... What you think about Jesus? He's alright. And I thought me in a in a building, right? Like you have to feel it. I've got my mind made up. And I won't turn my let's sing up. Cause I want to see my Jesus someday. Sorry, I always want to be a singer, I just did that. I don't know if that brand is gonna work out, but I'm trying. But yeah, social media can't be the end all. Create your social media platforms. But it cannot be the end all. You have to bring more value to people, the real people. If you're selling real estate, you have to bring value to people that they can't get elsewhere. And part of that value, have you ever got to look at the house, whether it's a rental or you're buying a house, yeah. and the person bring in and says, This is the living room. Bridget Manoa. <laughs> I, that's, not, that's not selling me anything. You're telling my son could tell me it's a living room. If you're presenting something and you really want to sell me this living room, let me know that heat come from under it when it's so hot and something that I'm not seeing right away. You understand? You have to sell it to me. And part of that selling is, is the person. Because if, if I go and when I reach the real estate agent, this poorly and him head or female head or her head pull up and him in her dirty shoes and I'm like, hmm. Uh, you know, you, you, you're spending your money, you're wondering if you really need to spend your money here. And you wonder if he's able to sell you something good because he or she not really taking care of himself. So you wonder if he's going to take care of you. So you have to do that. You have to make sure that you're beyond social media and connecting with people. Um, keep your morals intact. Part of building a brand, part of what we see happening with celebrities, they will do anything for it's not even brand building, it's more brand destruction. 
But some of them do anything and their brand will go up, but they're lonely and miserable when they get home. Keep your morals intact or else you will end up miserable. You will feel like you're building a brand and losing yourself. And we don't play that. That's madness. Your brand must grow as you grow. So the more you evolve, your brand will evolve. And that's what we're doing. Law three. This is the most important law. Press again. The law of emotional connection. Say that for me. The law of emotional connection. Connect with people. Press it again. Connect with people. Press it again. If you don't connect with people, your brand die a slow death. That's how brands work. That's how everything works, my dear There are 7.5 billion people in the world. And if you cannot connect with one, two, three, you won't connect with the 7.5 billion. And the people, Jeff Bezos, that he spoke about earlier, Jeff didn't just become rich overnight. That's connection. That's me being able to buy something to facilitate my business. So Jeff had to make me feel some type of way about his business that it will support my business. So brands, what's the way that we connect? We're in church. How do we connect? Spiritually. And spirit is love. When people feel things, they move. Not when you tell them. They only move when they feel it. You can talk to that, you know, come. Your social media could have pretty, they could have uttered nice and your product nice and your. If it don't make them feel something, they will not move. So you have to have that emotional connection because branding is that. Press next. Branding facilitates that. Ask yourself these questions together. Let's go. A. What makes your brand different? B. Why should you connect with you have to give them a reason. <coughs> They're not going to say to you, give me the reason. You have to give them a reason. You have to let them leave their house, come outside to come see you. You have to let them click and spend their credit card to buy your stuff. And you have to give them that reason. You have to be different. Dare to be different in creating your brand. That's how you create a brand that will last longer than your competitors. Be brave. Go for it. We're living in the most connected time in history. Two days ago, I gave, I gave a talk on brand building two days ago. And in the morning, I actually sent a letter to President Barack Obama. And he responded. It's an auto response, but I still got one. And it said that he would read it, and when he does, he'll respond to me. When I was growing up, you know what my mother did, had to do? Send a telegram. And only five words, send John come, stop. And that was the end of it. I, I am able to send a 1,200 word letter to the President of the United States from the confines of my room. Understand that we are living in the most connected time ever. You have to use this to your advantage to build your brand. Anybody you want to reach, you can, but you must have something of substance to reach them about. If I didn't have something to write to President Barack Obama, I would write him. Because you have to connect with something. If you meet somebody 
And when you meet them, all you have to do is giggle. You lose the opportunity. You have to have something to give. How many of you that have? That ever admit? Yes. Like, we love God party and we love and all the people and say, yo, me, but you didn't have anything. So I, I recommend that everybody, no matter what you do, you could be a, a street sweeper, write a book. A book is like a business card. Hands up, let me, how many persons have a book inside of them? A book that you want to write. Write the book. Start writing the book tomorrow morning. Matter of fact, tonight. I wrote my book, Jars Open, one year. And I, I was hesitant. I, you know when you start doing things, people, like you, you get this doubt, this air of doubt. So I have two little men on my show, Lena. I call one Vincent and one Calvin. And Calvin said, Bridget, don't write a book and nobody not going to listen to you. Only old white man write a book. And Vincent said, Bridget, you're a young black boy from Portland. Be a people that listen to you. Never listen to Calvin. Calvin Vincent a liar. I rebuke him, you see? I said, a long time in there, I'm come here, and just me and Calvin are reason every day. <laughs> All that we have with Vincent and with Calvin, we're sure that air of doubt, especially when, you, when you're doing something big, you see if you don't have it, that means you're not doing something big enough. You see if you don't have that air of doubt, it means you're not expanding yourself as you should. Go for it. Be brave. Don't get too comfortable. There's always something else to be done. And if it's not to be done, it should be done over. And you have to do it. Don't wait for nobody else. If, have you ever got an idea and you didn't do it and then you see it happen? Yes. You know what's that? That's God working. That's God saying, yo, we now time for you. Let me give you the idea. And you just lost your blessing. And if you lose your blessing, you know how long blessing takes to come? Everybody in New York. Blessing, 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 oh, blessing. I don't miss none. Let me tell you something. They were tired of me. Come and pick up blessing. Because I really believe that the things that come to my mind. And God tell me to do them. Amen. And if they never come on my mind, I'm going to do them. Exactly. Since once they come, I'm filming them. Blessing. <laughs> blessing. Sometimes we look at some place and I don't really bless them. I'm smiling at But we pick up every blessing. Yes. And I make sure that I look for it. I call it intuitive visitor. Yes. You see that intuitive visitor? Him knock. Vincent have a cut when he knocking up. He knock. And when he knock, you have to answer. And sometimes you have to ask. Because the Bible said, to everyone that asks. Blessing. I said, and that's how you build your brand. Your, your brand comes from inside. Not from outside. Forget the noise. Forget what's going on. Find your intuitive visitor because it's when you answer him, he will come again. It's like a stranger, you know. You come here, you treat him nice, you give him drinks or her drinks, 
and come again. And that's how you have to treat your intuitive visitor because you're on your brand building and you're about developing yourself. Get your audience to feel a positive. Oh, engage, engage, engage. On social media, give them some, whatever your business is. Go to networking parties, call them, send them emails. I discovered a new email tactic recently, by the way. It's not new. But it's a way to send emails to thousands of people. And I always got these emails, and I, 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 my email game is crazy right now. Like, I'm sending emails to, like, if you email me, I'm emailing you. And it's, it's stored in a database. So engage people. Don't just engage them in foolishness, you know. Give them some of what that intuitive visitor gave you. Inspire them. Get them to feel. Because as you get them to feel, they start feeling you and you, you start to connect. And connecting is what we want. And as we connect, we make a difference. And that's what we're going for with our brand. Love for, read that for me. Love building a channel. Love building a channel. So we have Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest. We don't know what I want That's a share. And that's a. No, it's not a wife, I trust me. I want brand new. RSS. RSS. Yes. This is the important point. I know everything up for everybody. Click. Find out what works for you. You see? Snapchat are your thing. Use Snapchat and use it fruitfully. Snapchat is not my thing. Come here, but I do so much video one time. Like, that don't make sense. Plus the video them disappear. More things for last. Long, 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 long. I'm can show my opinion. Yo, I'm can up my Instagram too. So I need Snapchat. But if you need Snapchat, do Snapchat. Facebook is one of the popular ones. Whatever your brand is, find out which platform will work for you. Facebook is about videos and text. Instagram is about pictures. Find out what works. Choose a platform properly. Have a clear purpose for being on social media. Stop chat people. The more you chat people, and the more when you go for blessings, none of them. Blessings. Blessings missing. Because you cannot have blessing and curse coming from the same tongue or the same finger. And it's a God word. Follow your intuitive visitor and trust me. He will or she will always lead you into the path of righteousness. So go for that. Um, develop a digital strategy. This is very key. A lot of people, especially older people, don't have a digital strategy. You must have a person. If you're living right now, there's a lady that started this cooking show on Food Network, and she was 55 when she started. Next thing, Donald Trump is 70. And that is about to run the world. <laughs> and him now the experience, him now the cahootas to run a country, yet still him wake up one morning, sunshine, and say, you know what? I'm going to run for president. If Donald can do that at 70, you can run your cooking shop. You can run your business. Anything you want to do, you can do it and do it tonight. Again, create a spectacle. Start your cooking business at 70 years old and shock them. Nobody cook better than old people. I'm here to tell you. 
My granny can cook better than everybody. And people love people who cook. You know, people have a little fat right and stuff. A shake. And them people and people love when that's what they cook for me. So the person who cook, I saw them cook and stir around the rice and beef. And the smell just come up. Start your business. You are not too old to build a brand. I wonder if you hear me. And you're not too young to start. I left my mother's house when I was 16 years old. Never went back. And that's why I'm going to pick up blessings. <laughs> Everywhere. Love my mother to death. But I was happy. I'm happy that I had an early start. I finished high school at 15. College at 16. I was... I completed college when I was 19 years old. At 19, I was a trained teacher. And I set out on my life doing and picking up my blessings. And as I got the blessings, I threw them for people. Because love is something when you give it away. When you give it away. Love it. Now you are it back to you. Make me sing. It's just like a magic penny. You put it in your pocket and you don't have any. But if you spend it or give it away, it comes right back to you. Blessings. So, so I started building my brand from 16 years old. And it, it hasn't been a straight road. It's been this and this and this and this and this. But I had my intentions in my head for the kind of life I want to live. I wrote down a plan five years ago, and I, I, I was looking at it in my phone recently, and the exact thing I wrote down, I'm living right now. I wish I did write more. <laughs> Yo, you see when I see it, it creeped me out. I said, I, I should I write, I want to be Michael Leachin driving and flying over the city in my helicopter. And I'm sure I put, but I got Michael blessing. I got my intuitive visitor and I worked with mine. So now that I'm at the next level, I need to write some more. Because I can't get Michael Leachin blessing. I have to pick up mine. Same with you. You have to pick up your blessings. Um, Learn, engage again. Be consistent. Always be consistent. Listen to your audience because they can provide value and you need to provide value for them. And that's what we next. Oh, quick, next. I'm going to show you a video with Kevin Hart and Oprah Winfrey. Just watch it about one minute long. We have audio, right? Click. So you have a very interactive relationship with your fans in a way that you couldn't have had 10 years ago, in a way that Eddie Murphy couldn't have had when Eddie Murphy was, you know, opening Madison Square Garden or the Kia Theater. You, you have that, so what does uh, that mean? Well, social media is everything for me. I mean, in, in our generation, in today's time, you know, being able to talk back and forth with your fans goes a long way. You know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Vine, these, these things are all tools that I don't, I don't like to say the, the, the actors 
Big Morby, but you know, the, the, the older actors, yeah. you know, your Denzel's, your, your Wilson, they're not social media savvy really because right. they didn't have to back then. It was a talk show, uh, campaign, and then that was it. But right now, with all the stuff out there, your fans, they like to know. And right. I love the fact that I show that I'm, I'm real. It just is what you get. Yeah, what is amazing about you is it, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It feels like, even here, and when I've seen you on screen, it feels like what you see is what you get. And you know, so many comedians, you know this, there's a dark side to a lot of comedians. Mm -hmm. True, right? Yeah, very true. Very true. true. But you don't have that. No. I'm happy. You're happy. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm so happy in all aspects of my life. And see, I'm an open book. I mean, there's nothing that my fans don't know about me. I've shown them everything. Divorce, uh, now another relationship. Like I said, mom, I'll show you everything. Yeah. There's nothing that you don't know. Give Kevin all the round of applause. <laughs> Kevin did well for himself. He's from one of the worst parts of America, Philadelphia. Crazy things happen there. And he made a brand for himself by being himself. Your brand don't have to be anybody else's brand. It doesn't have to be perfect. He was married, he got divorced, they cussed on Facebook, he and his wife cussing at the media all the time. But now they're lovely. You know why? He controlled the story. He never let nobody tell it for him. He cultivated his story into creativity and told it on stage. He's the narrator. That's his brand. So you can't come say, nothing way not say already. I a lie. Because he's the truth. He's telling you about his divorce. He's telling you about his wayward kids. I know them bad. And when them get up and do all kind of things in that house. But he made that part of his brand. Your brand does not have to be perfect. I'm not perfect. None of us are. But we all have a brand. So make it work for us. And the brand is worthless if it doesn't connect to the audience in to the right audience in a relevant way. So my audience is not your audience. Two different audiences. Sean is trying to sell houses and all kind of things and Ben's car and all kind of things. I'm not trying to sell Ben's because Sean are richer than me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to sell books though, which is at the back by the way when we're done. So that's my audience. Other people have different audiences. So I have to make sure that I connect with the people that want the things that I have to offer. Or else my brand is dead. Are you getting me? Yeah. You can't stay in your house and build a brand. Well, you can, but you have to connect with them. Yes. And that's what we're about. Law of five, read that for me. Law of disruption. Law of disruption. Now, recently, I, I'm a music producer, right? So I went to my, my distributor, record label, and I said to them, I'm going to create an album and I'm going to sell it for 10,000 US dollars. They looked at me like, yo, this dude crazy. Because they've been selling records for $10. But at the same time, while I am plotting, a guy called Nipsey Hussle released his, his debut album and sold each project for $100. When he sold 1,000, that's 100,000 US. That's disruption in the marketplace. Protege just released this album for free. That means people will soon start releasing music for free. That's disruption in the marketplace. 
you have different creative ways to disrupt your marketplace. Because it is necessary to go against the tide sometimes. You cannot be just regular, regular going through. Try new kinds of music if music is what you do. Make a statement that goes against the norm. Make that statement in your entire being. If you used to be a ballad, do some dreads. If you have some dreads, cut it off. Just shock people. You know, disrupt them every now and again. Don't let, don't let your brand become too predictable. Again, back to Jesus. Jesus came through, was doing all this water walking whenever, whenever a boat, well, with a boat, don't yes. But Jesus just walked on water and boat the boat. That's disruption. People start to wonder if they can walk on water too. But no, that's Jesus' brand. So you have to do things differently and feel it. Find out what your potential is and what your proclivities are and work with them. And, and be creative with it, and you will reap some success. Um, offer your products at a premium. Yeah, Wu Tang. This last story I'm telling about this part. Wu Tang. No, any you know Wu Tang? Yeah. They sold their album for two million US dollars recently. Wow. How much did you just say? Wow. That's two hundred and sixty million Jamaican for one album. That's market disruption. The guy that bought it is like this high-class pharmaceutical guy. He's a billionaire. People will buy your product. Now, where are people when they want to buy it? Find one's money. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Find your tribe. Find your supporters. And they will support you. Next. Law 6. And this is an important law. The law of rebranding. We long come again. You have to know to wheel and come again with your clothes, with your hairstyle, as I said, your mood. Switch up your mood, like the tone that you are proclaiming for the last five years. You want to grow. You want to evolve. My book, JR's Hope Thoughts on Improving from Up the Street, is about improving. I examine every part of my own life. And I suggest ways that I can improve and you can improve, the reader. You must improve. If your conversations are at the same level 10 years ago, you just waste 10 years. You cannot be talking about the same things you were talking about 10 years ago today. You must evolve. And if you have friends that are doing that, breeze them. They're not your friends. They're my whole dog. You don't need nobody for what they Man or woman. Breeze them and evolve. The, the aim of building a brand, and if I leave you with nothing, this I want to leave you with. The aim of building your brand is to build your mind, body, and soul. Amen. You're not just a build this for people. You're building this for you, so that when your children come, they will know that you walk with God. They will feel it. They will say, Mommy, or Daddy, or Granddaddy, or Granddaddy, or Grandmommy did things to set the path and the course for my advancement. That's why you're building a brand. And you can't build a brand with just physical. You can't just run up and down and build a brand. And so I exercise every day and I want to look sexy. No. Exercise is one part. Reading is also another part. Spiritual development, your quiet sense, your, your quiet time. I see you have a lovely prayer room. You need to have these rooms in your house. 
You need to find quiet time. The thinking man is the advancing man. People that don't think reach nowhere. I often wonder if the madman's think. That's another situation. <laughs> I, I always say, people who are any security guards in there? Anybody security guards? I always say security guards should be the brightest people in Jamaica. You know why? Security guards are firemen. They don't do nothing. <laughs> All night, especially a night shift one of them. Them sit down, you could have blow till that kingdom come, them now open the gate. Them could have read a book. Them could have a prayer. Them could have deal with something for build himself, don't. But him just watch the time ago. The man that does not think will not live any kind of life. He will not build any brand and he will not be a real man or a woman. So you have to build yourself mentally, spiritually, physically. And as you build that, the brand just has built itself a galanza. Yes. People as I see our glow and our blessings. 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 That's what it is. Mind, body, soul. And remember that. Write that down in your next. And this is a, a, a verse that I love. Let's read it together after three. One, two, three. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, verse 2, by the Apostle Paul. I live by that every day. I constantly renew my mind. I read at least five books a week. It's now easy because I can just play it in my car while I drive. Easy thing. I hardly listen to music. Even though I make music, I hardly listen to music. Unless something catch me, like an album catch me already and soaking up my spirit. But I listen to books. And that's why I ended up writing my book. Because when you feed your mind, you can't help but share it. That's why I'm here talking to you today. If I was not a reader, you wouldn't have been listening to me. A foolish is what up, Yata. So you have to feed your mind by, re and as you feel, feed your mind, you renew your mind. Because what worked for yesteryear won't work for now. You have to improve the patterns that our parents gave us because some of them don't work. Some of them PMP and GLP thing that have to go it. Because if a PMP did not work them time there, it may not work now. If a GLP did not work them time there, it may not work now. You can't just make blind choices. Transform your mind. If the school used to work back in the days, it may not work now. You understand? Transform your mind, and that's how you build your brand. Next, law seven, the law of creative expansion. <laughs> Click. The creative expansion is about making people know you. Selling yourself. My book is one way that I sell myself. I've, I've given books, I've sent books to many people that now know me. Usain Bolt has a copy of my book. Sure. Michael Leachin has a copy of my book. And I handed it to them, signed. Edward Siaga, Prime Minister, all kinds of people have copies of my book. You have to create things that people want and send it out. I call it baton moments. So you see, as they are empowered by my book, they pass it on. And as they pass it on, somebody else gets empowered. Are you understanding me? Yes. Everybody needs somebody. But you have to have something to give. So create these baton moments 
and be the narrator of that baton moment. Um, and I call it baton moment because viral sounds kind of virusy, and a baton is, you know, when I pass it, you're empowered. You ever see a relay? Yeah. And you're empowered by the baton. That's what I'm into. I'm not into a virus business. I virus people dead. So we're gonna, we're gonna drop some of them dead language there, you know. Yeah. After tonight, no more dead with love. Live with love. And if nobody said to you, send him back. Tell him to don't send me that. Because you don't want dead. We want to live. We want to live and expand our brand. Um, I don't know if this is, I wrote this for some students who were studying arts management, really. EPK. But we all need to have a, an electronic footprint. I saw where the FBI said they're moving from fingerprints to um, internet print. So instead of taking your fingerprint, you might soon have to give them your Facebook profile at the embassy. Because it's a more authentic part of you. Like people hardly share stuff that's not them through the internet. And if you Google, if you're building a brand and you Google, make sure you're the first thing that comes up. And make sure the first thing that comes up is something nice. Take a good, nice picture. Which is why EPK is important. That's, a, that's an electronic press kit. If you type up Donovan Watkins now, the first thing that comes up is my bio and some other stuff from the Observer. So you have to have that kind of powerful electronic footprint for yourself. So when I type you up, you must come up. I mustn't see somebody else. So you have to create that online presence for yourself. Network with people who know more than you. I keep people like, I mean, I think I'm too special, you know? Like, I think they're just one you to just do things. But I hang around bright people. People that are around me, super smart. Shauna was around me one time too. She was super smart. I know she's still smart. <laughs> <laughs> but I always keep brighter people around me. Because you know what happened? If you're feeding people and nobody's feeding into you, you become weak. Your brand get dead. Yep. And we don't want that. We want Bill. And if we feel like now we have it up, loose me! Hey! Hey! I'll move that. Next. Make a commitment to become more knowledgeable about yourself and your profession than anyone else. That's how you become an expert. Know thyself. Know you. Nobody knows to know you more than you. Anybody want to stand about me? Belly big? Yeah. A my belly. It come with the person. A one old belly and a person. You can't tell me nothing about me when me don't know already. Because I take the time out to examine myself in the mirror. You know everything and I'm a cuticles and everywhere. Because as you know yourself, from the inside and outside, you can build yourself. So you know your deficiencies and you know your strengths. And when you feel them strength there, the things we call deficiency, vanish. You feel your powers. And them powers there is what you want. Them powers that make you walk on water top. I don't do that yet, but I feel like one day the water top feeling on the come. This is how you become an expert. When you become an expert, people start to seek you out. And at that time, you have a brand. See if nobody not seek you out, you don't have a brand. Start back from number one. And I hope you wrote this down. 
Yeah. Start from number one. And when people start to seek you out, you give them, you give it to them every day, every single day, non-stop, and you grow and you're building it. Position yourself properly, because it is not about knowing stuff; it's about making a difference with the stuff you know. Your whole aim for making a brand is to make a difference in your life, the people around you. <clears throat> and the world, and don't think you're too small. Everybody start from that little idea, that little nutshell, and become a big guangwa tree. You are the guangwa tree that have unexpressed possibilities because you don't listen to your intuitive visitor yet. You listen to Vincent too much. Too many doubtful Vincent in our life. We have to remove them and rebuke them and rise up. Cast out doubt, cast out fear. And that's what God made with. God made us perfect in his image, which is a powerful image. So don't ever shift from that. That's the brand you're building. When Jesus came, he made a difference. That's why you're here. To go through pains, go through circumstances, struggles, madness. Boyfriend left you, husband gone, wife gone, all kind of things. And when you go through them, you help the people that are coming behind you. That's why we're here. That's our purpose. That's our brand. When you live that kind of life, you feel fulfilled and nice. And then when you're dead, everybody talk about you. Because you made a difference. <clears throat> Think that's it. Buy my book, Gerald's book. It's a five-star book on Amazon right now. And you can get it on Barnes and Nobles, or you can get it from me. I'll give you all signed copies on your demand. Thank you very much. And this is a little something I want you to bear in mind, which sums up everything that I said. Say it with me. Improve your mind in order to improve your brand. This. The man without this is not a man. The woman without this is not a woman. It's not a booty shape that gives you a brand. It's your mind. It's not the ego and the all kinds of other things that you see people do. Your mind. Transform your mind. Transform your brand. Thank you. Any questions? Guys, before you go, if you're yet to get my books, Coloring Culture and JR's Hope, go, go to Amazon right now. Just go log off after you've through listening to this. Go to Amazon and search for Donovan Watkins, Coloring Culture, a kaleidoscopic anthology of essays, or JR's Hope, Thoughts on Improving from Up the Street. Those books are guaranteed to help you to tackle life circumstances and see that, hey, we are progressing. And the way to be happy, to be truly happy, is to make progress and to grow. Go get those books right now. Thank you so much. This is the Top Form Podcast. I'll talk to you next week. I'm Jarrah Watkins.